Happy New Year, everyone. This is KBD Radio, the podcast little sister of kitchen and bath design news in our first episode of 2020. I'm your host, Autumn McGar. I'm that one KBDN editor whose New Year's resolution is classified information unless you have the necessary government security clearances. Before we get started today, quick announcement. The 2020 Kitchen and Bath Industry Show is coming up around the bend. That'll be January 21st through January 23rd at the Las Vegas Convention Center. The whole KPDN team will be there along with our associated publications, qualified remodeler, and residential design. Our booth number is N2701, so please swing by and say hi. I might even want to grab a soundbite from you about your experiences at the show. Okay, so today we're going to be chatting with Sandra Diaz-Velasco of Iolo A&I Design in Miami, Florida. Sandra is a designer as well as a licensed architect who founded her own business in 2008 and whose work has received quite a few accolades recently, including from KBDN's Kitchen and Bath Design Awards and 50 Innovators. All right, so Sandra, thank you so much for being with us today. It's a pleasure to be here. Oh, yeah. We're so excited to be talking to you. Um, so, you know, just to get a quick feel for who you are, when did you first know you wanted to be an architect and designer? Um, like, were there people in your life who were inspiring you and who helped you to achieve that goal? Oh, yes. Uh, I can tell you, as an uh, as a child growing up in, in um, Santiago de Cali, which is my city, my uh, born in Colombia, um, I always watched my grandfather He's a he was a carpenter, and mm. I always all, all the time I was watching him and carving for hours. He was very talented, and no matter how busy he was, uh, he will always uh, find the time to carve pieces for everyone in the family. Oh, like uh, he would carve our beds, dining tables, and living room sets. Like it was my grandfather who taught me about the lot of the craftsmanship. I really think that that. At that time or during that time is when I knew I was going to be an architect. I also think, you know, the design runs in my family. Mm-hmm. Years later, my uncles, he became an architect. And I had to experience like the time and all long hours he will dedicate to perfect the trade. Mm-hmm. And watching him and all his effort, I confirm I had what it takes to pursue this career. Right. You're like, if he can do it, I can do it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Uh, you know, your designs are remarkable for a lot of reasons, uh, one of which being that they are just absolutely on the cutting edge of j- both aesthetic and technology. So what I'm wondering is how do you make sure that you're always striving to be on that cutting edge? Like what kind of effort does that require on your part? Oh, thank you. Wow, that <laughs> means a lot coming from you and KVDM. Oh. I really, really appreciate it. Oh, well, you know, I have this curiosity and passion to learn that I can't contain. I can tell you I can't contain. <laughs> like, uh, And I see that this world evolves by the second. Mm-hmm. And I feel like as a professional, I find it's my duty to keep learning and inspire the same on my team. Uh, I would say traveling to most important uh, to the most important design first in the world is something is something I make sure to do every year. I can tell you that. And uh, I also must say, our vendor reps uh, they love us because instead of them calling and asking to come, <laughs> we are usually <laughs> the ones making sure that we have the product presentations very frequently at the office. You know, like these mm. uh, breakfast or lunch or or no matter you know even no matter that. 
Um, but I like to make sure the team is always updated on everything design related out there. There's also this continued education, like every brand and vendor offers. So mm -hmm. we select our topic of interest and dig on them in detail. Very cool. What do you think has been the most inspiring um, industry event you've been to lately, like in 2019? In 2019, well, it's always, you know, like nothing, nothing exceeds or uh, Milan. Like, Milan. Uh, um, yeah, I always, always go to Milan. I love to go there because it's where everyone, you know, like is, like the most innovation in materials, uh, uh, products, furniture, like lighting, kitchen, everything, it happens there. So it, that's where everyone goes when they want to showcase the products. I've definitely noticed that you have a lot of clean lines in your projects. Um, would you say that you take more inspiration from from the European uh, kind of style of design? I love the yeah. I can't. I must definitely say uh, European design influences a lot of our, on our on our projects. But you know what? Like everything depends on the project itself. Mm -hmm. And the client, we had also had uh, to do very classic and traditional and transitional, but everything depends on our clients, their age, where the project is located, you right. know, like all that. I'm fortunate to have uh, training in, um, in all these uh, styles. So, I, you know what, I actually think uh, our, our style is a lot of kind of a mix. Yeah. Because we mix old and new we like to do that like we want to feel uh trans you know like transpire that emotion that the client and his character or her character yeah. into the mm -hmm. yeah yeah um so you know you're all about making sure you evoke an emotion in your projects uh but you also use a lot of modern tech in your designs so i'm wondering how do you ensure that that modern technology harmonizes with the visual and the emotion that you're trying to evoke you know so i was saying like everything depends on the client and the type of project we have on hands at the moment you know yeah. but you know like what you is like we value engineer all possibilities according to the scope of work and the budget and after that and you know we listen to carefully to our clients needs and we begin tailoring and prioritizing tech against our design intent. We're mm -hmm. very strict and detailed about, you know, our design concepts. And technology works as a tool to convey it properly. You know, like you, it's always like technology is part of the, it's an, another tool to, yeah. our, to how we communicate our design. So it is right for client. some projects and isn't necessarily right for other projects? I would say that there's always the appropriate technology tool for every project. <laughs> you know, like not all technology will apply to every project, but it's always something good to use. There's always innovation. You know, and nowadays the world, it's, it's technology is evolving by the second. Mm -hmm. So there's always something coming to aid the designer and the client to do a task. You know, like the most, even the most, I don't know, insignificant task, like yeah. turning up light on, you know, or or turning on and off the AC when you're just getting home, all of that, you know, like, and it's up to, I will say again, like the project, the right tool, the right part of automation or technology that we can use. So we try always to incorporate some, it's, a, it's another tool. Yeah. 
Yeah. Can you point to a project that you've done recently that has had some interesting use of technology? Yes, I can. <laughs> we just <laughs> finished a penthouse project here in in um, in one part of the city that's called Sony House. Mm. And uh, this time, the couple, it's a, it's a mature couple, but they were kind of imbibed with the use of technology. They wanted their home totally automated. So they mm-hmm. gave us carte blanche. We, that was paradise. So, so we first developed the design, our design concept, and um, the, we, we did like all home is automated in lighting, mm-hmm. the, all the around it's integrated, sound is integrated everywhere. Um, so music, you can play music per space if you want or not. You can have it per scenes, per, you know, like separate. And um, lighting is also there. Like our TVs are hidden. Oh, wow. One of the TVs are hidden in the ceiling. So because we didn't, it, the, the, the condo has an amazing view. And uh, we design intent. That, that's where design comes first. We yeah. didn't want that. We love the technology, but it has their, you know, like their place. Yeah. So we found this amazing thing that comes from the ceiling. We had enough height, and then we just put it up there and hit it. So the client can wake up to this amazing view, but then when they want to watch TV, they can, you know, just so with cool. the touch of the button. If he comes down. That is so, so cool. Things like that. Yeah, it's super, super awesome. Like the technology nowadays is, it's like another arm, you know, like yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a to help. It's an aid. Yeah. And it's up to us to learn. So you, you, you can use that essentially to help you evoke the emotion that you're trying to capture. It's not something that Absolutely. can get in the way. Yes, totally. You know, like my, my home automation guys are my best friends <laughs> and uh, they get it. You know, like they get it. They, you know, like I always talk to them. It's like I need these people to say, wow, when they enter, what in this particular space, you know, or how can we make this happen? Right. Obviously, depending on the, and the scope and the budget and everything, but there's for everything technology nowadays and as it's evolving, it's, it, it's amicable, you know what I mean? Like, you can find it at any cost. Yeah. So there's, there's, it's just to find the right one for your project. That's it. Definitely. And there it goes. It's a part. Mm-hmm. What, what has it been like uh, working with home automation experts? Um, like, what does your teamwork with them look like? It's really great. Like, the thing is, like, we have to be very organized. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what we office try to be very organized with our timing and our schedules so we can bring them in at the right phase during the design process. Uh, the earlier they come, the better. So mm. they always know when it comes and then we sit down and, you know, like they're part of the, they become part of the team. So, yeah. so they know, okay, this is the project, this is the budget, this is the scope, what is it that we can do? And as early as we can bring them on is is the best and then when we go when i go to these stairs and all these things that i'm exposed to i'm always asking them listen i saw this i send them pictures like what is this like <laughs> and we're always in communication so we know to which project we can you know or where we can put it. and they help me find things that i find somewhere else and then yeah. we became 
you know, we become literate. Like, it's a constant collaboration, I think. Right, and constant education of yourself so that you know how to work with them best. Oh, yes, exactly. It's always a team effort. It's not only one person. Yeah. No, this design is about a team. It's, it's about teamwork. That's what it is. Do you think that uh, other designers are overusing or underusing the available technology? Like, what role do you think technology should play in design? Well, I think of design, let's say this. I think of design as an orchestra. Mm-hmm. And each of our six is a different place. So the architect and designer is the music director or conductor, let's say. And technology is one of the instruments. Right. It should be as important as every other part of the project. It is our job as directors of the orchestra to find the balance where all the instruments play together and our piece plays in complete harmony. Right. I think regarding the, the overuse or underusing, uh, you know, like I see how they're kind of extremes. You know, for some reason, and for some reason, you know what, I also think the lack or overuse changes by geographic location. Oh. But I believe my office headquarters offers great exposure to technology. So the design community, our local design community benefits greatly from it. Yeah. So I think that's kind of, uh, you know, the difference is, is just the exposure to it. I guess that's one part. And the other part is also, you know, like the willingness of each one of us as professionals to keep learning, you know, like because this work is about it's going there. Like technology is each and every day more and more part of our daily life. Definitely. And we have to embrace it as a tool, not as a commanding, you know, like not as a commanding or protagonist of our life, but as a tool to help us live better. Right. Uncomfortable. Just one more thing to specify, like you've got your hardware and you've got your technology. Exactly. That's it. That's how I see it. I mean, I love I love what you say about a responsibility to constantly be learning and finding new inspiration. Where are you finding inspiration lately? Like what has captured your imagination and how are you looking to translate that into functional, beautiful designs? You know, I find my my main sort of inspiration are my clients. Yeah. I don't know, for some reason, that's where everything begins. My client, mm-hmm. is her life, the life, what they like, how they live, their story. You know, like I like to listen a lot, a lot, a lot about what they have to tell me. What is it that they want? Yeah. And in that, I find most of the inspirations because they tell me their lives and I see their, their style, what is it that, you know, that they like. And, and when I see that, when I have all that together, I kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together and from there I find the main part. And then, um, you know what, nowadays social media is, is crazy. So <laughs> you are bombarded by mm-hmm. images daily without even looking for it you just open their computer and there's something there or you know like yeah. your social media pinterest instagram like everything has a picture to show you and nowadays the world is more and more small smaller and smaller yeah so for sure. um, it's the constant you know uh, exposure to it and obviously my travels i love traveling because that to me, it's like it would be like the second part of, you know, like it would be my clients, they my traveling, 
and because in the way they talk or the way they they talk about some place and yeah. somewhere a color thing through travel to my travels i find uh, each place has their own uniqueness and colors and materials and that helps me to relate both and then i provide it you know like the design concepts being exposed Definitely. to that i think is sure yeah to me it's treasure yeah what is the most interesting story that you've had the opportunity to tell for a client lately, do you think? Like, what clients, has there been a client story that has really inspired you lately? Well, I, I'm t- this, this couple, this late, I don't know, for some reason, it's because the project is so fresh that we just finished and they were just done. Yeah. Them, I, I, the way they embraced um, the new yeah, it's I find it inspiring because they are uh, not from here. They're a couple from Ohio, mm-hmm. and they bought this house down here. You know, like mo- many of Miami properties are like a second home. Sure. You know, and um, they wanted something different, and I was so happy to hear that. And then when I proposed what I proposed, and they just right there embraced it and let us go. Yeah, with craziness was like wow. I was so inspired by that. They trusted right. us a lot, and that also for that I'm so thankful. And um, I think that inspires. Like they get it that no matter how young or how old you are, you have to keep always learning. Learning Definitely. is the constant. And, and uh, you know, like to a bit more to that, change is the only constant. Mm-hmm. So you have to be always. A- on top of the what's new, like and and I love that they there now we we always at the end of the projects we give uh, like a manual, mm-hmm. you know, and they have some time that they spend with their guys when there's automation involved or anything, even nothing it doesn't matter uh, or meal work everything so everything we pro- you know, we provide a, a manual at the end and, and they have to learn because there's a lot of new things that they have at their house and they just need to know how things work and everything and they just don't they don't whine and it's funny because some of the other ones that youngers millennials that we had had or younger <laughs> people oh my god i need to do the course of this you know you know how things are nowadays product it has like a huge booklet they don't yeah. say anything there to learn and i love that yeah we communicate good because of it so they're a little similar yeah. to you in terms of always being willing to learn and change and do new things. Exactly. I think I think that's, that's what lately has happened that has me so inspired, yes. Well, this has been such a fun conversation, Sandra. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you very much, Autumn. Thank you for thinking of me and Iolo to, to tell a bit of our story and to share a bit. Thank you for sharing with me. Thanks to all of you for joining us this episode. I hope you'll tune in next time. Our next episode will be released January 15th. From all of us at KBDN, have a successful week. KBD Radio is hosted and produced by Autumn McGar with music by David Ayala. For more information about kitchen and bath design news, please visit our website at kitchenbathdesign.com.